Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hello, Soul Shepherding friends. Thank you for joining us on Soul Talks. Bill and I are going to be talking today about adjusting our expectations of our family. And here we are at the holiday seasons where expectations can really get us into trouble. Oftentimes, I know, Bill, I find that I don't even realize I had an expectation until it isn't met. And then at that point, I maybe start to reel with having some emotions about that. Well, and sometimes if that expectation has been put on a family member, even as you're saying, often that's done uh, inadvertently, there can be stress there or conflict or hurt feelings because nobody likes to have expectations put on them. That's, that's a burden. When that's done unconsciously, without asking, without an agreement, it feels unfair. And so that's a difficult thing. So it's really helpful if we can identify what it is that we want even need, and then humble ourselves and ask for that. Yeah, so you made a big shift there from expectations to wants and needs. And so that's really the key to this whole issue. That's what we're going to be talking about. So adjusting your expectations of family. This is going to be a great conversation for you as you're heading into the holidays or if you're listening later in the year. Anytime it's going to be helpful for your relationships with your family and friends and others want to share a great story here, example from someone who came to our institute. This is a husband who said, you know, I'm learning to spend valuable time to listen to my wife and understand her feelings and to balance my life and ministry in all aspects. So this is so helpful, right? I just, how do you think this wife feels about her husband saying that he's learning to spend valuable time away from ministry to prioritize this, to listen to his wife and understand her feelings and to balance his life and his busy ministry. Well, yeah, I mean, it would be so helpful to her to know that he's validating her her emotions, her needs. He's putting priority on her and in showing his love in doing that, showing his respect and care for her by putting her priority. I'm sure that she feels very loved, very special in that, very grateful. So by fostering this sort of a relationship where we're uh, tuning into what each other feel, need, and want, and it's important to us. We, we are being soft-hearted. We're, we're concerned. We're uh, interested, curious. We're prioritizing time and space to to listen, to care, uh, to pray together. Uh, it does so much to warm up a relationship, to facilitate partnership, uh, not only in the family, but in, in work or whatever we're doing. Everything that we want to do uh, in this world goes better when we communicate in this sort of a way that's attentive and caring. And it's really honoring the other person as well. And so th- this is the healthy way of communicating to, to listen to, as you said, to ask for what, what I need. But a lot of times we're, we're, not, we're not communicating, we're not maybe even aware of what we want, we're not taking responsibility for that, and so we've got hidden expectations that other people are sensing. 
Yes, or that it's leaving us feeling shame. Maybe we're turning it on ourselves that our expectations aren't being met. I know I did this holiday after holiday when I had a an expectation of a family member that they would make time for me, that they would want to see me. And every year that didn't happen. I didn't feel honored, important, prioritized. And so I would feel disappointed. And finally, I realized, well, I need to ask them. I need to let them know I'm really wanting that time with them and ask them for it. And I did that. And it still didn't happen. They still weren't able to make the time for me. And so then I realized, okay, I need to adjust my expectation. I need to not continue to expect that I'm going to get that time with them at the holidays. And I need to grieve that. And I need to accept that. But until I did that, I just felt either anger at them for disappointing me or shame for having this expectation and this desire that didn't happen. And and I personalized it. I felt like, I guess I'm I'm not valuable enough that they don't want to have time with me. So you're illustrating that adjusting our expectations of a family is not only about the how we communicate or how we resolve conflicts with somebody. It's really, first of all, often an inward thing of paying attention to realize that I have an expectation mm-hmm. and then to get underneath that because expectations and wants are very different. And so a really helpful tool uh, is to identify what it is that we're expecting from someone, or it could be from God or any situation, and then reframe that or redirect that as an expression of, well, this is what I want, this is what I'm hoping for, uh, or this is what I need. And that, that changes the whole dynamics of the situation because now I'm taking ownership of, of my life and my experience and I'm, I'm being vulnerable in that sense with the Lord or just in my own reflections and in my own journaling, as you said. Well, and it helps us make healthier decisions too. Because when I was doing cartwheels to try to be with this family member and they weren't making any effort to try to be with me, I was resenting that. I was angry. I was hurt by that. I had all these emotional responses. But when I woke up and I realized what was happening there, then I was able to make different choices and recognize I need to set some boundaries here I need to not sacrifice so much to try to be with them because I'm just setting myself up for disappointment and hurt so having some good good boundaries and and being more balanced and by reflecting on what you're feeling and what you want and the realities of how things are going in that relationship you're able to make an adjustment with your priorities Mm -hmm. and I think communicating is really helpful with this as well. So I'm thinking about times where I felt an expectation from somebody else to be at something, a holiday gathering. The expectation didn't feel good for me. It felt very hard for me because it felt like it was too much what they were expecting of me. wasn't fitting with my reality, with my commitments. And what I tended to want to do was to not set the boundary with them because I didn't want to disappoint their expectation. Mm-hmm. I wanted to meet it. So I kept on my own trying to think that I could meet it and trying to lead them to believe that I could meet it. But then I never could because it was just too high. And so finally, when I woke up to that and I realized that and I was able to let them know, I hear that that's what you want. And I wish I could meet that expectation, but I can't. This is the best I could do. And let them know I needed to adjust what they were expecting from me. That took a lot of courage. It was hard for me to do that because I had to set a boundary in order to do that. No, I can't be there at this time. 
on this day. I can't, I can't do what you're asking of me, but what I can do is. Right. And so before you're setting that boundary with your family member, you're reflecting on your own feelings and needs and stresses, and then you're acknowledging your limits. Mm-hmm. You're acknowledging the limitations of what you can and can't do. And then that, that self-awareness, and in order to arrive at that self-awareness, it really helps to be able to pray, find words for what you're feeling, to talk to a friend uh, in confidence and receive empathy and validation to get real clear and real grounded in what you're experiencing. Maybe, maybe talking with uh, a spiritual director. Those of you who are listening don't know, we have a whole team of senior spiritual directors that are available to talk with you, to listen to you, to give you empathy, to pray for you, and to guide you in your, your life with God and in your relationships. And uh, that's a high value that we have in soul shepherding because it comes out of how we've lived our life is that we need each other. We need all of us, especially us who are in ministry. You might be a missionary or a small group leader or, or a, a person in the marketplace that's just serving God with, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. However it is that you're, you're serving God, uh, it's so important that we have someone that listens to us, that cares for us, that prays for us. And then that, in turn, helps us to be aware of, well, where do I have a limit and where do I need to set a boundary? And then if I do that work before I have that difficult conversation, like you described, Christy, then that enables me, in the context of that difficult conversation, to be calm and not emotionally reactive, not dump my emotions on somebody, not get angry or be critical to that person, but also not be so like self-effacing or self-negating, or eggshell walking, that I don't actually say, well, this is what I need, this is what I feel. And so that pre-work that you did there enabled that, that conversation, which is a difficult conversation for you, but you're able to speak the truth in love because you were, you were aware of the truth, and you were able to take courage because you received courage from a safe friend That's right. who supported you. That's right. I needed that. I, I couldn't have done it without that. That was crucial for me. We all need that. I think that sometimes we, we miss that, that... In order, because we, we all need relationships that are safe, secure, bonded, where I, I feel supported and strengthened and I can say anything and I'm going to be listened to and cared for. We need at least one person like that. And we've all got Jesus you know, in the Trinity, but we need a, a person in the flesh. And if we don't have someone like that. That's where it's really essential to talk with someone like a soul shepherding spiritual director to start there and, and learn it better, how to how to relate and ask for empathy and receive it and how to, how to bond. And, and then that will in turn help you find other relationships in your life that are of a deeper nature, uh, more emotionally safe, more, more grace-giving, so that we can have that help in, in our growing in, in our self-awareness, growing in our inner strength, growing in our capacity to deal with the, the stresses of life and work and family and ministry and have the, the courage to, to work through the conflicts. Yeah, well, let's go back to this boundary setting. I was afraid to disappoint this person. I didn't want to disappoint this person. I felt shame that I couldn't meet their expectations. I expected myself to be able to. And so to be able to talk to this person who was able to be more objective was really helpful to hear them to be able to validate that how the expectation felt for me. And Maybe how- you're talking to your, your friend who's validating and helping you to be more objective and helping you to be more emotionally balanced before you talk with a family member. Right. And then also I know they're praying for me when I'm going to have this conversation right. with my family member too. And to have somebody who's prayer support to me and somebody who's going to be there for me if it doesn't go well. 
And I'm not just going to be alone with that either, but somebody that's aware of the process of, of growth and the courage that I'm taking to lean into this, to to let this person know I can't meet their expectation. Yeah, so in that sort of a relationship with your your friend or your spiritual director who is supporting you and uh, is bonded with you, who really understands you and accepts you where you are, that's giving you strength mm-hmm. for another relationship that might not, in this case, a family relationship where there's some conflict, might not be like as safe or as intimate. And the other thing you're doing here, Christy, just to affirm and help you who are listening to understand is that you're, because sometimes what happens when we've got a situation where there's conflict or there's been some expectations or some boundary crossings or something in a relationship with with a family member we're talking about now, sometimes we sort of rush to deal with that. Oftentimes, that's not the best course of action. If it's a small thing that's happening right now or we're prepared, by all means, you know, talk about it, speak the truth in love, set the boundary. But a lot of times it's something that is emotional, we're frustrated about, we've got anxiousness about, or somehow it's tapping into some some, uh, vulnerable, hurt place in my personality or my history. And so in those cases, it's usually better not to go right to that person and talk about it, but to reflect on how I feel, to pray about it, and maybe to find that safe confidant that I can process with, someone that's not going to gossip or judge that family member in this example, but someone that will, will listen and empathize and help me get in touch with more deeply, uh, find the words for what, what I'm feeling and what's off here and what is it that I really need and well, how would I say it in this conversation and well, how would that family member react and well, then how would I feel about that? And and so to understand that and, and find those words and get to a place of, of calmness and confidence and really get to a place where that that conflict with that family member is is brought into the kingdom of God, in, into the rule and reign of the Lord, into the place where the Lord is my refuge, and I'm not alone. I'm secure. I, I'm in the kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy. I'm loved and I'm cared for, and that's been made tangible for me because this friend or this spiritual director has really listened to me with grace and helped me to to uh, absorb that that presence of Christ that is always there for me to to nurture and to guide, but now it's it's made more palpable because I'm processing in, in depth and in detail with someone that's drawing out the experiences and, and the words and the stresses and, and the struggles and the conversation and how it might go, and it's helping me to get grounded in the reality that I'm not alone. The Lord is with me. Yes, so powerful, so helpful. And I think also looking at our self-expectations, too, can be really helpful, especially in this day where culture puts, you know, we compare ourselves to Instagram or the people that we see that look like they're doing it all and having a perfect holiday. And we think we should be able to do it all and have a perfect holiday. But the reality is I can't do everything I want to do at Christmas this time of year. I'm just, I'm just not going to be able to reach even my own expectations where I set the bar for myself. And there's so many things I can't even control about that. Like that the stores won't have maybe the gift that I want for somebody or that something comes up and maybe I get sick and I can't do what I thought I could do or others aren't able to do what I thought they'd be able to carry and do and to help out. And so I have to pick up a ball that maybe got dropped and just different expectations like that that I can't control. I can't control my children's behavior when I want them to be like cherubs, you know, and and grateful and, and saying thank you to family members for gifts and 
dressing nice and pretty and having this romantic kind of Christmas scene on Christmas Day that I have in my mind. And I can't control all of that. And so to be aware of that and to say, okay, where do I, where am I expecting too much of myself? You know, so we did this pretty early on when I found that just we needed to go over our calendar and say, what can't we do that's on here? We can't go to every Christmas event that we want to go to. We can't do every activity we want to do in this holiday period. So what are we going to say no to in order to not miss out on the most important and the best and still care for our souls and nurture our relationship with God? I mean, most importantly, to to celebrate Jesus and love Jesus well in this time. And so being able to recognize that I'm not going to be able to do everything. And so what's priority? And to sit down and be intentional with those expectations has been very important and helpful. So those calendar conversations uh, between parents are so important in the family or with our our coworkers, our close friends, and and with our kids as they get to be teenagers and get to be older, having conversations with them. uh, Because this is not only about sort of what people expect of us that might be unrealistic or stressful or unfair or hurtful, to me, this is also about, well, I probably have some expectations <laughs> that are affecting my spouse or my kids or uh, my parents, my siblings, my friends. And so we need to be attentive to how other people feel about the stuff that we want mm-hmm. and do the, the, the work of reflecting and becoming aware where I might be having expectations that are putting too much pressure or stress on a loved one. And to be able to have a conversation about that and get out of the realm of putting demands on somebody or, or guilt trips on somebody, and, but just simply asking for what it is that, that we would like, but being willing to negotiate and being able to listen to that family member to what she or he feels and wants and, and then work that out. So important. Really healthy to have that kind of communication. So friends, we just so want for you to have a blessed holiday season of gratitude to God for his goodness and his grace in your life and in your family, even as I know so many of us are going through some really hard things. Some of you listening are dealing with suffering in your family or you've lost a loved one or have a health challenge or there are other issues that are really distressing you. And so finding the the goodness of God and Uh, finding meaningful conversations and relationships that we can develop with each other is so valuable and so precious to us, especially at the holiday season. And one of the things we want for you this Christmas is greater intimacy with Jesus, something that really helps us that we look forward to each Christmas season, each Advent, is to do our surprising joy Advent meditations. Bill and I look forward every year to picking a character from the Christmas Gospels to really meditate on and pray and to prompt our interactions with the Lord about what we are feeling and to relate with and even we enjoy sharing with each other kind of the insights and how the Lord is meeting us through speaking to us as we journey with this character and Jesus in the Advent season, reflecting upon God's grace and action in our lives, starting there at Advent 2,000 years ago with Jesus's incarnation and how He's with us now, and we don't want to miss that this Advent. So we commend to you those Surprising Joy Advent cards. And then also, we want to just let you know, whenever you buy a Soul Shepherding resource, any profit goes to just support the costs of this ministry. We don't 
do a lot of fundraising. We're asking the Lord to put on your heart and his people's heart to support Soul Shepherding. So if you would be prompted to want to donate the ministry of Soul Shepherding and the Soul Talks podcast, go to soulshepherding.org and click the donate button and you can give a gift there. Thank you for following Jesus with us. Lord God, thank you for each of our friends uh, in this Soul Shepherding community. It's such a privilege that we get to uh, talk together and just pray, Lord, that you would help all of us with our expectations, especially at the holiday season and with our family members. Help us, Lord, to communicate with one another from places of taking ownership of our feelings and our desires and our needs and having healthy communication that's loving and respectful. And Lord, God, just thank you for your grace to us this time of year. We just celebrate you, God. You are holy. You are loving. You are faithful. And even in the midst of difficult things that we might be experiencing. You are good and beautiful, and you are our joy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 